Hi. I'm sorry. What are you trying to do here? I don't think I've ever seen something so uninspired. What am I listening to here? It's bad. Oh, God, that is It's just, terrible. it's bad. 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 And now, face the critics. Hello, listeners, and welcome to episode 15 of Face the Critics, a weekly podcast where Wyatt and I bring our creative process and our creative works to the critics. Wyatt is here with me as always. How are you doing, Wyatt? Hi, Stu. I am doing uh, well today. I have had a I had a social weekend. It was like it felt oh. like the first truly very social weekend um, I've had in a while, and I'm actually very tired from it. <laughs> I feel like it required a lot of adrenaline. No, it didn't require adrenaline, but that's what that's what came up for me was adrenaline. <laughs> yeah. I went to a uh, birthday party that was pretty magical and awesome. Hmm. Um, was it was it uh, Paris, our previous guest? I think I saw it, something on her Instagram. It was Paris. It was hey. Paris's birthday, and she had a dinner that uh, was just... I mean, it was like if angels had sent doves to like decorate this table outside with roses and all kinds. Of, it was so amazing, and it was just a magical dinner. I met some really amazing people, and um, but also I didn't know anyone there except for Paris. So there was also this, you know, interacting with a bunch of people I don't know, mm. which I haven't done in a long time, and it just. It felt great, but also I, I noticed by the end of the night, my adrenaline was just like, it was just surging. Like I was yeah. talking to someone at the end of the table and I was like, my God, my heart is running, <laughs> is running, you know, the Belmont stakes right now. It's mm-hmm. uh nice uh, deep that, track that horse was race. That was, a, yeah, that was a deep cut. I almost went for Kentucky Derby and I thought you can do better. Yeah. So I went Belmont stakes and I'm so glad you called out that deep cut. Oh yeah. I know my horse races, Wyatt. Come on. This is my horse freak, Stu. <laughs> Stu, I could see you being a, a tremendous horse whisperer. Oh, thank you, Wyatt. You have horse whisperer energy. Mm. Has anyone told you that? You know, I haven't spent enough time around horses. You know, I feel like if I mm-hmm. would, you know, it's maybe what you're projecting a little bit there is my mind meld with dogs. I'm just pretty good yeah, at understanding true. animals. So Animals? Well, I've got my insight. animal right here. Mm. Once again, I know this is an audio format but I, i'm showing Stuart my dog here. yeah maybe i could describe uh, pippa for our listeners um yeah give give her a description here there's this dog pippa. wyatt has and she is just the sweetest she would i'd say she's a lab mix um yep with great pyrenees lab great pyrenees lab so she gives her kind of the great pyrenees maybe gives her a kind of a proper look she's kind of got this proper snout um yes. but she's got the <laughs> softness of a of a lab and she just seems like the sweetest, most earnest dog. Um, and I'm actually very much looking forward to giving Pippa some pets of my own here in a few days. Yes, Stu is going to be here. We're going to record live. Next Woo! episode is going to come live. Episode uh, 16, I believe. I don't want to overhype it, but the thought of my being able to read Wyatt's leg mannerisms in person <laughs> is just going to be bang, bang, I- bang, bang, bang. I'll have you know that I have a very tight cross leg right now. It's mm. and I don't want that to indicate that I'm closed off. In no, fact, no. I'm going to open my legs so as to not be symbolically closed off. 
Uh, so yeah, my legs open are open. Them. Open them as wide <laughs> as you can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, let's not, you know, sexualize my... No, no, I'm my, not. Okay. All right. Yeah. I didn't mean to project that on you, that you were sexualizing me, but okay. one can see how I got there. I put two and two together there mm-hmm. and got, got where I did. So, um, yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling energized. I got a good night's sleep to kind of make up for the adrenaline. For, uh, the adrenaline that... Yeah, that actually kept me up Saturday night. I will say there's a buzz that like. Was this kept, after the party or before? Yeah, it was after. Yeah. Yeah, it was after the party. Yeah, it's um, it's it's hard to. I I had my first like indoor dinner party on Friday, with eight friends, and um, mm-hmm. I was also very exhilarated. I'm kind of just like. I'm struggling to be like really in the moment. I think coming out of COVID, I'm just kind of like in a daze a little bit, but, um, I, uh, I, a fear I had as I went to bed that night was like, how long will I be able to enjoy this before, you know, like the classic human grass is always greener situation where I'm like, Oh, what I would give for (laughs) excused solitude. Um, but (laughs) nowhere near that right now. So that pendulum. Yeah. Yeah. It, there is, I do have a tendency, Stu, I think, to overbook, you know, to really, oh, to overbook myself and not have, have uh, to spread myself thin and then feel sort of out of tune with myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's the the flip side of this world opening up and wanting to drink it all up, mm-hmm. is where does sleep come into that, play into that picture? Yeah. I think we've all earned the right to uh, aggressively fill up on uh, on the social outlets, though, until until we, okay. we we're exhausted. That's just my okay, my that's opinion. Good. <laughs> that's good. That's good to hear. I'm taking that seriously. Yep. How are you, Stu? Anything? I'm anything good. Coming up? Any? Yep. Any? I wanted to check back in on your feelings from last week. We were talking about. Um, campfire situation campfire where you coined the occupying too much campfire space yeah uh but just on your i guess i think for me that was kind of about self-talk yeah um but also i'm curious about your we we also talked you know next steps if you thought more about your future and i'm your i'm your parents dipping in to ask you about your future (laughs) right now um yeah, it's been uh stress you out here. <laughs> I'm trying to think about um maybe we 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 can chop part of this out. Uh I'm trying to think about like okay. how to clearly articu- articulate while respecting boundaries in my life and relationship, but yes, um, yeah, sure. It has come up to a degree in like I feel I think there was a few weeks ago where I was like I want to really my intention was to dedicate time towards planning because Mm -hmm. you know i have this maybe suppressed second guest set of plans or dreams or hopes uh Mm -hmm. or at least tests that i wanted to try and you know if i don't bring them up they're not anyone else's dreams or hopes so they're they're not going to really come to fruition so right um i've been trying to share those more with other stakeholders in my life and and talk through like strategies there and and ways we can make that work and that's been really rewarding both from like just getting out of my own head and also from like the responses from people 
you know, encouraging responses or people willing to take a risk with me or change what their expectations were, stuff like that. Speaking mm-hmm. in very large vagisms here, I'm not sure how to really translate, but that's been one part of it. And then the other part of it was just um, uh, actually working on stuff. So um, sitting down at my piano, I've been playing more ditties. I've been recording stuff. Uh, I don't really know how to keep track of ideas I have in my head. So I just have like a lot of little audio recordings. Um, and yeah, that's a good feeling to feel like I'm working on something, but more importantly, it has been like, um, convos about, you know, time in air in cities that have more access to music and creativity. Um, Mm -hmm. whether that be Austin or LA and, and, uh, strategies there. So that's been exciting to think about. And also just like the, the cynic cynical stranger was enough of a motivator too, that I do need to like push for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of yeah. what came up at the start of this podcast, you know, is like, yeah. Um, those intense feelings that, you know, time goes by pandemic wears on and distance and I guess, you know, they can fade into the background again, but I think this is like another welling up that's been happening. So trying to honor it, respond to it, um, as much as I can. And, um, Good. yeah, it's been it's been overall good. good. I'm excited to be going to LA this week um, to visit my brother and to visit my Y and some other people out there. Um, and also just to travel my first, you know, fully vaxxed travel. So mm-hmm. that's all also good. We're, we're waiting with open arms. <laughs> I'm going to be standing just on sunset Boulevard. Just <laughs> my arms open. I, exactly. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. Yes. Perfect. You and um, Steven Spielberg holding hands. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Spielberg and I will be holding hands saying, "Welcome to sunny Los Angeles. It's the most beautiful city of angels you've ever seen. We've got more angels here than you've ever known. City of Angels, best angel city in the world." Uh, yeah, so Steve Steven and I have a little gag mm-hmm. where we do that back and forth. Yeah, you guys have <laughs> such a rapport, uh, you and Steve. Yeah, we do, we do. Yeah, he's he calls sometimes he calls too much, and I, you know, I go, Stephen, I'm trying to, you know, I'm making dinner, you know, I'm doing blah blah blah, and he goes, oh, I'm sorry, you know, I just wanted to talk. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, I before I, uh, go into another thing I want to talk about, I want to give, I want to give you a chance to do a little letters because. I was thinking we could talk a little bit about the Bee Gees documentary. <laughs> oh yes, been, I was a slow co-host and watching it, no. and I, uh, I would, haven't gotten into the Gallagher brothers yet. But I think it'd be a good thing to talk. Yes. About. Uh, well, I would like to give a shout out to one of our listeners, um, Sam CC, who um, told me he wasn't going to listen to any more of these episodes until you watch, listen to the Bee Gees, or sorry, watched the Bee Gees documentary. <laughs> And uh, right after he said that, you texted me saying, finally watch the Bee Gees documentary. Wow. So I sent a picture to Sam CC, and uh, he was pleased. He said he manifested that. I yeah. think he did. I think he might have. Yeah, he's a manifester for sure. Okay, so to catch you up, Stu, um, painting stuff has really picked up. I suddenly got 
quite a few commissions and interest and people interested. Um, I now have a list of like five commissions I need to make it through. Wow. Um, and yeah, have sold sold a couple paintings as well. There was one picture I think that Persia and Alex or Persia posted on Instagram. Yep. And Persia apparently is an influencer. You know, apparently she's an influencer. <laughs> Because that really sparked a flame in that's the awesome. uh, painting stuff. So anyway, that's been nice. It's it's good to feel wanted. Mm-hmm. It's good to feel wanted, Stu. Yeah. And um, and when that inevitably subsides, um, actually, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little more rock and roll about that. I'm gonna say when that amplifies, when that mm-hmm. just magnifies, when this wave of want grows to monstrous proportions i'm looking forward to riding that wave too mm-hmm. so that's been good my spirits are are high on that um killer whales the movie is as you know it's done we're still taking meetings we're figuring out where this thing's gonna land you know it's kind of frustrating you know someone will show interest and then it'll be and then kind of will go cold or something or we'll you know get interested in something else or whatever and yeah. so it's like you've got oh we've got that avenue you know and then a different door closes another door opens so we're kind of figuring out where that's going to land but um mostly i'm feeling good i'm feeling socially charged today Stu, you bring up the bgs today i was watching tiktok i was scrolling through tiktok and there was the bgs on a talk show mm doing acapella how deep is your love wow and oh boy was that a treat i'm gonna have to send you a video it was just amazing but give me a read on give me a read on the bg's doc um well i'll start off at the beginning i i was very excited you know there's this thing about that i brought up a few times in the in the podcast of like you know this over comparing problematic behavior i do and, you know, Bee Gees documentary is something that I, I could have gone down that route, but it was more just mm. so enjoyable. But I liked how it started with Barry Gibb, uh, kind of like in a park. And like the first part of the documentary was him being like, you know, it's a, kind of a cliche, but I, I do think it's pretty true that there's like no, there's no real, there's no like tr- core true. It's all yeah. perception. And it's such great context for their story because they kind of get you know pulled around in these winds of perception that they didn't really have control over um but yeah you know they they had this like core thing that they could always come back to which is like yeah brothers writing music together um which was yeah. really cool to see that get tested on so many different levels um levels like a common person can't even comprehend but they they always came back to it um and that yeah. was a really really special thing and i I think a very relatable thing is like having something that you can come back to in the trials of life is what Mm. more can you ask for really you know it's a it's a it's a it's a great it's a great feeling so barry gibb as i've said to you i think before he looks like a caricature of if someone said draw a handsome man in the 1970s i feel like barry gibb would be like the caricature of that like Mm -hmm. take all the features that are that a 70s 1970s beauty standards would have a male looking like and they would some literally piece them together yeah uh i always get a good kick out of that 
Yeah. Um, is there a song you came out of it listening to? My, for me, it was Tragedy. Tragedy! Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I find myself going through their um, late 80s, early 90s Power Diva songs that they'd written. Oh, um, wow. And they have written so many. Um, yeah. I'm now blanking for a specific one. Islands but, in the Stream? Yes. I mean, well, that's, yeah. I that's, love that one. That's even, I mean, that's like a generational song. It's just crazy. Yeah. They wrote that. I was so shocked that they wrote that. Yeah. Oh, another great part about that movie, which I feel like is so classic 70s, is when they have a model airplane, a model 747 in the office, and they're decide- they- it has the Bee Gees logo on the side. Yeah. And, and Barry Gibb looks at it and goes, well, I feel like it should say the Bee Gees <laughs> yeah, in the middle that. of the, in, in the logo. I was like, that is such a 1970s, like. <laughs> going on tour. Ultra, <laughs> going on tour, ultra band moment. Yeah. It's the 747. Yes, it has a logo, but it needs to say the Bee Gees. Because <laughs> how else will people And the know fact that he's that. making that decision is yeah. hilarious yeah. to me, too. They, it seemed like the Gibb brothers were actually really great creatives in general. They were like, not, yeah. that, as far as like super famous people, not that abrasive, welcoming, talked to people, yeah. like welcomed other people's yeah. opinions. And that is, was really awesome to see too. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And those outfits, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> they look kind of like. I feel like they also look like I don't know if Scientology was around in the seventies, but if there was like a Scientology ball, yeah. I feel like that's what you would wear to the Scientology <laughs> Those ball. Those like silver, silver zip down medallions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a it was a lot of fun. I uh, I also found it. I liked how like normal how, how like human their response was to like the public outcry to disco. Like they were hurt. And they got like defensive, and yeah, and frustrated. I, and yeah, when he's like, "We we've, we've been able to be abandoned in the seventies, and we'd like to be able to be abandoned in the eighties. Yeah. Is that too <laughs> bad? Is that too much? Can I be abandoned in the eighties, please?" <laughs> yeah. So overall, approve. And you know, I saw a lot of the Gallagher brothers on there. You know, that they were often yeah, a Nolan's color, in there. color color commentator. And um, was and Nolan or was um, um, Liam in it too, or was it just Noel? Maybe it was just Noel. I don't remember Liam okay. specifically, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, obvious parallels with the intensity of sibling, and then literally every waking moment of your adult life is doing the same thing. I, I imagine it's not very many people in that boat. Well, Stu, I'm getting. Uh, you may have noticed in the last five seconds, I was a little distracted because a nervousness set in that I don't have anything to share for face the critics. Hey, and uh, that nervousness uh, has manifested in me going, oh, God, can I think of something to share mm. before that time comes? Therefore, I was not fully along with you on that journey. And I have to come clean about that. <laughs> uh, thank you. Um, how dare you? But also, thank yeah. you. And, I you know, I yeah. partly why I wanted to make this BG special is I also, you know, I texted you before our session saying I was untucked, which untucked yeah. is one of my favorite descriptors. I got it from a coworker and it's just such a great, it's a great uh, way of describing a state of being just like you're there. You're a little disheveled, a little unprepared, but you're making an earnest effort, just like an untucked shirt at, you know, at church or something. So 
I, I like that a lot. I think untucked is a good word for for me today too. Maybe maybe that is this episode untucked. Stuart and Wyatt untucked. <laughs> untucked. I, it's like, you know, it's yeah. like Stuart and Wyatt revealed, but it's Stuart yes. and Wyatt untucked. Oh yes, that sounds um, like another recurring segment. But maybe, but maybe that's what this episode is about. It's about yeah. untucking what we're actually feeling right now untucking what we're going through as we approach face the critics without any goods mm-hmm. you know um am i un- unt- maybe my facing of the critics is facing my own feelings as i come to terms with the fact that that um that i don't have something prepared yeah yeah i mean that yeah i can't imagine you know i um i can't imagine what this is like for you um, yeah, thank not you. Not preparing for face the critics. It's not easy. I, you know, for me, I have a really good excuse. Um, I went wine tasting on Saturday this weekend, and oh, that just uh, really blew up my schedule. Okay, so I don't feel any guilt or remorse whatsoever. I, 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 I am shame free over here, um, and I'm sorry that you have to dwell in your shame alone today. Quick. Quick side note about wine, a wine note, <laughs> if you will. Okay. Uh, I am starting to really believe that wine makes me extremely tired. Hmm. And um, like if I, I feel like if I were to go on a wine tasting these days, I think I would just be zonked. I you think know, I, by the end, I would just be like. <laughs> like a zombie. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. We did one tasting, so which is by far the upper limit of what I can now do. Um, without becoming a menace, and yeah, I <laughs> I want to see wine with Stuart as wine menace. <laughs> um, but you know that does Margot. It has that effect on Margot for sure. Um, but I feel like it is. Uh, have you tried natural wine? Uh, yes, I, I sure have. There are a couple natural wine bars here in Los Angeles. Oh, you've mentioned uh, it. Yeah, actually, maybe it's you yeah. that put me onto it. Yeah, yeah, it could have been. Does that also have the sleeping effect on you? It's just the it's the alcohol and the grapes, not the sulfites and the pesticides. You know, I I guess I need more experience with natural wine to really know, but mm-hmm. I I feel like it might be actually the grapes and sugar. Mm. I, I might yeah I don't know, but I'll give I'll give natural wine another solid go. I'm imagining <laughs> I'm imagining you going on a wine tasting and bringing like, uh you know like. Adderall or or like cocaine, <laughs> and just explaining to your group like, sorry everyone, I I just need to do this, otherwise I'll be a total drag. I, l- I love the idea of doing Adderall before a wine tasting for me because I don't take Adderall and I I know how intense that would make me. Yeah, and ju- just wine tasting on Adderall, just good gentle notes, uh, lingering finish. What what do you think, Stu? Okay, good, Margo. What do you think? Okay. <laughs> Skydo, what do you think about it? Okay. Whoa, Great. it's really different from what I'm thinking. That's really different yeah. from what I'm thinking. Really strange. Okay, yeah, you said you said you said uh, soft tannins. I, I think it's actually harsher tannins, and I'm getting notes of forest floor moss. It's really strange that you didn't mention that, but I, I noticed you said plum. Plum might be more accurate to uh, to white peach, uh, which is more of an overlap with the previous wine. People are like, oh my god, can you just chill oh out? <laughs> I um, I also don't take Adderall, but I had one college experience where I had to write my mm-hmm. my paper, my term paper, in one uh-huh. night, and you know the the resident guy who had ADHD and 
had an extremely high tolerance yeah. for Adderall, hooked me <laughs> up, and he was like, oh, yeah, just take a pill. It'll kick in in a couple hours, and, uh, you know, I have another one if you need it, like, in the middle of the night. And so I had Talisman rehearsal in my acapella group at 10. We had late rehearsals, so, like, 10 to midnight. So I was like, oh, oh I'll take yes. it before that, and then it'll set in right uh. after, and I can go back and write my paper. <laughs> And I took it before, and like 15 minutes into rehearsal, I was like, ah. <laughs> can I just feel that harmony one more time? Oh, I think something's just a little off. <laughs> just like a freaking monster. Run it back again. One more time. Okay, good, 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 good. Yeah, we're about 98% there. We need the other 2%. How do we get the other 2%? Are you going to go, are you going to give full effort this time? <laughs> like, exactly. Stu, what? Stu, Stu what happened to you? 10 seconds of the song. <laughs> please yeah um okay so (laughs) one thing i can share yeah i mean i could show you painting but once again this is this is an audio format i'm Mm -hmm. i'm done doing the visual stuff that people can't really follow along with Mm -hmm. uh until i you know maybe we we get a someday we get a video a video short episode where yeah um yeah that would be nice but someday post post covid it's time to face the critics. <gasps> oh no! Help me! Ooh, mamacita! There was this little idea Kelsey actually had the other day, which I thought would be funny. Is do you remember when I used to do the guy, the boss, who would ask people to crack his back or crack his sacrum? Yes. Well, Kelsey said, Kelsey was like. What about a guy who, uh, a boss who asks people to brush his teeth? So it'd be like, yeah, well, I think, look, if you look at the last quarter, if you look at the numbers we did, can, excuse me, can someone brush my teeth? Please? My breath is terrible. I can feel the plaque. And then we, you know, as, as I think if, if we continue at this rate, we're going to notice a, a, a profit uh, growth unlike anything we've seen in the last, excuse me! Would someone brush my teeth? Anyway, I can feel um, there's a there's a something that's been brooding in fear, like building fear for me is Margot's dentist told her that people who have bad dental hygiene are more likely to get Alzheimer's. If you need another thing to worry about, and mm. uh, and so maybe that could be you know some some dental know how no knowledge could be you know fuel for that character like. You know, like I'm not, I'm not trying to get Alzheimer's, Kathy. Will you please come brush my teeth? Yeah, <laughs> that's too on the nose. But um, uh, I love that. I love your boss character, Wyatt. I, I love- <laughs> he just keep emerging. I, I any any Excuse role me. that any role that sort of leaves room for a little bit of unreasonable narcissism, mm-hmm. I, I I do like. Um, but okay, so that's something, and then I, I'll share a poem, because oh, nice. I I teach uh, this girl, this seventh grade girl, a class in English. I basically I teach English classes to Chinese students. I'm teaching this seventh grade girl, preparing her for this contest, this ocean awareness writing contest. Very cool. And uh, so my deal with her is because she has a hard time starting writing. So my deal with her is, all right, if you write your poem, I will write a poem as well. So we're both working. And 
the the poem has to be water themed okay and um this poem i was a little bit of a darker theme as well the the prompt was a little bit darker so this one is about a yeah someone who did something bad okay so here we go i'm wading through water wondering if you thought what would happen if i knew like water in a pot i'm boiling erupting through sludge i'm trudging 78 percent water now polluted by the reaction you had to something that must have hurt so bad my eyes should waterfall when i get the time so that when my face cracks dry i can forgive and drag a net through my 78 percent and catch the plastic bottles of rage you sent and rain on the desert and let a new green grow a rainforest unruly to speed the decay of this rotten corpse you left behind like an empty bottle of wine because i know that you are blue like tahoe and it's true you are human too and that i can love no matter what you do wow Wyatt, <laughs> that's lovely it's kind, of, it's kind of intense that's really uh powerful imagery Wyatt. i early on maybe it was before uh face the critics we we shared some you shared some uh i can't remember who the author was was it mcmurtry like the really intense imagery um or maybe I shared I don't remember. it. I don't um, remember this. There was some opening chapter, an excerpt from a James McMurtry book or Larry McMurtry book. Maybe. Oh no 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 uh, Cormac McCarthy. Cormac McCarthy. Sorry, I always yes. Larry yes. Yes. Uh, uh, Sutri. The yes. opening pages of Sutri. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely. There's definitely a sludge. Definitely brings me back to that. Mm. Line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was lovely. Thank you for sharing that. Um, your, your poor student's going to feel very inadequate after. Ah, I don't know. She's extremely, she's a fantastic writer. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. She's a creative writer for sure. Good. Um, well, thanks Wyatt. What was the poem? The first poem you shared. Oh, um, that we did on the workshop. You could share that if you're, if you're open to it, I don't want to, uh, yeah no i'll share that 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 was one of my first poems this was uh a poem i wrote early on it's called the dancer okay uh a few awkward thrusts and now i'm a man the toilet seat cushion used up data plan that boyish rehearsing a stage ready mind get up walk it off feet can't steady find all flesh no plastic fucking feeling fantastic you called me a dancer all flesh, all flesh, I have broken something. Extinct in this foreign fluff, ready to die abreast. Inadequacies made clear as I stare at your chest. Why'd you let me? You know too much. He moves pretty well, a bit sensitive to touch. All flesh, no plastic. Who could love my pathetic ass? You called me a dancer. All flesh, all flesh, mine's broken for good. Hmm. I love that one so much. I really love that <laughs> poem. Thank you, Wyatt. Uh, um, the second time around, the fluff and the dance, there's something about the dancer and also flesh. There's a playfulness and also almost a, a crude, yeah. playful with, with that's coming, a playful dancer you imagine coming face to face with something crude. Yeah, uh, it's the pairing of that innocence and experience, I think. Yeah. There's some... 
uh, dare I say, William Blakeian <laughs> innocence and experience themes uh, emerging in here that I think are, you know, forming a sort of dichotomy or antinomy, if you will, within the lines of this poem. Mm. Uh, the th- thematically as well. I'm glad you're picking that up because I really, um, you know, I, I thought I made it pretty clear when I wrote the poem that that's what I was going for, but no one's really picked that up yet. So thank you for catching that. Yeah, well, I... You know, I would like to, I like to be there to be able to point out things like you know if you're going to uh, use a, a chiasmus, uh, or if you're going to you know if you're going to use a spondy, or if in any way your scansion is going to be metered in a way that you know mm-hmm. is trochaic or has yes. iambic tetrameter mm-hmm. shifts, or maybe it's uh, tro- as I said trochaic, not. Yes. Anyway, iambic. But what do I know? Iambic you know, trantameter is is really uh, that's it. Yeah, that's my mm-hmm. rhyme scheme. There's a sub mm-hmm. sub iambic tentrameter with an overlay of a b a b c c. Um, okay, okay, yeah. I, I I think it would be interesting if you if you turn this into a Petrarchian sonnet. Mm-hmm. Not not Shakespearean. So you weren't getting the third the third tier Petrarchian sonnet. From that reading, you weren't picking up on that tempo. Wow. Wow. Okay. Consider me. I have just. You just sent me back to school. <laughs> I'm in. I'm literally in sixth grade right now, and learning from you. You know, my my teacher who is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just remember that I'm the poet here, Wyatt. Okay. I'm the. Okay. <laughs> okay. I need to know my place. No, I need to know my place. Uh, I stepped out of line, and I it's better. I'm just not gonna. I deserve punishment. Okay, are we? I'm having this urge. Do you ever have this feeling as we're recording this podcast, where, and this is a little honest side note here, mm-hmm. a little honesty hour, maybe yes. another segment down the line, honesty hour, honesty hour. Thank you, because I mean this mostly we're just lying to each other on here. So if we don't get any honesty. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly we're performing for each other. Yes. And then, and now here's a moment of, do you ever have, I, you know, as we're recording, self-judgment comes up, right? We are mm-hmm. our own critics. That's kind of a thesis of this show. Yeah. And one thing I'm feeling today is, is I'm feeling not funny. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling not super, not very entertaining. And that uh, sort of sitting back and, and uh, being whatever is coming up today is feeling, uh, feeling boring yes uh i am feeling low energy yes you are you are incredibly boring (laughs) no i I, just yes ending i feel low energy today too um Mm -hmm. and i found myself like maybe 10 minutes ago like you know i make i i sometimes very superficial like putting putting the the sponsor thing on you i was like ooh, let's try and inject some energy into this yeah um and then i I just said the first the thing in front of me, which is this, <laughs> which was perfect. Um, I, I know my, I felt my mind go, oh, am I? What's gonna come out? And I was like, <laughs> I can't even go there. I can't yeah. even go to where wherever what's gonna come out. Hey, that's okay. Today we're sponsored by uh, Troll Dolls, <laughs> your '90s bedroom uh, disaster. Cause scary under the bed, they'll scare you over the bed. Is your Throw kid sleeping your too well? <laughs> <laughs> but also I oh, think we showed it, up we showed up and I think we still got that's some a, good that's the victory yeah we got some good stuff well should we 
cap it off with some good intentions? Yes. I've been writing a lot. I've been writing kind of letter form uh, journaling recently. Uh, I think I want to keep doing that. Maybe longer nice. form journaling. Otherwise, just try to, you know, uh, something, I don't want to get too downer here, but something I struggle with a little bit is like just excitement in general. I've been struggling mm -hmm. to find excitement. So uh, mm -hmm. try to stoke some embers and s brood stoke on positivity excitement. Be before coming to LA. Yeah. Great. I love it. My intention for this week, I think this might be a way toward more excitement, is to really listen to my urges, to listen to my impulses about, I think creatively, um, so in painting and writing and whatever, listen to those urges. And uh, I, I want to make something. I just, as in my head, I was like, I want to make something this week too. And as I did that, I felt this like great resistance inside of me. Um, as if, as in like, oh God, that seems like a lot. Mm -hmm. And I guess what I need is maybe I need rest. Mm -hmm. Maybe if I'm having that feeling, I need to rest. Yeah. So I'll look to do a little bit of resting too. Yeah. We're going to be rested and, and, uh, exercised when we, when we see each other this weekend. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Oh, clearly I'm <laughs> yawning. Okay. Listeners, thank you for tuning in to episode 15. Stu and I went through, we went through talking about BGs. We went through maybe feeling unprepared, maybe feeling tired, maybe feeling boring, and then kind of sort of grabbed all those, uh, what do you call, threads, if you will, and tied them into a nice bow at the end here, which is, mm -hmm. that, was, that was an incredible display of humanity by both of us. And tiredness is one side of the human experience being yeah. boring is a side, side of the human experience and we yeah. are so happy we got to share that with you you know what's the hardest human experience is vulnerability so we accept your gratitude for our being vulnerable today for stepping up and taking a punch yeah okay love you <laughs> love you bye bye